morning. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Can you stand up and give him a hand of praise? And we're going to shout his name. Amen. He is worthy and he is good. Amen. We sing his praises this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to shout it to the mountaintop. I want to shout it out. you can you just raise your hands right now and just thank him for the goodness of the Lord hallelujah we love you God Lord you give so much to us thank you for your life thank you for your love Lord
Thanksgiving week, Lord, may our hearts be so aware of everything that you've done for us. All your blessings, all your goodness. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your kindness. I'll just set your mind on you. Thank you for salvation. 
Father, we don't we want, don't want to live another another day without your presence. Father, we want we don't want to live another day raising our children without the presence of God. 
We don't want to live another day in our marriage without the presence of God. We don't want to get up and, and, and go to work another day without your presence. Lord, we don't want to have a friendship with anyone without your presence. Lord, we don't want another service here at Calvary Assembly of God. Until the coming of the Lord, we do not want another service without your presence. We don't want to go through a, another worship song. We won't, don't want to go through another sermon without the presence of God. Because God... Every bit of it is in vain without your presence, God. We want your presence. So, Father, to have your presence, we have to surrender to the cross. We have to surrender to Calvary. Calvary is where we're birthed. Had it not been for that old rugged cross, had it not been for Calvary, had it not been you walking up Golgotha's hill and dying on that old rugged cross today, we wouldn't feel the presence of God. Had it not been on that third day of your resurrection, we would not be feeling the presence of God. So because of your suffering and because of the resurrection, we stand here, God, feeling the presence of God. Lord, we're asking you to engulf us in your presence. God, may the children, may the young people, may the little children, may the babes, you said, God, come into your house. And may they feel your presence not even knowing what your presence is, but God, that your presence falls upon the, the littlest one to the oldest one here this morning because we need your presence, Lord. We need your presence. God, we need your presence, Lord. I don't want to live another day without your presence. God, I mess up too much. I'm I'm frail, God. I'm frail. I try on my own. And I come up short every time. Because I'm a frail human being. And us human beings are going to keep failing and keep failing and keep messing up. Because, God, we lack at times being in your presence. We can be in presence, God. We can be in in your presence on our job. we got to be aware that you're there with us. Be aware that you're there in our marriage. Be aware that you're with our family. Be aware of that mom that holds that little baby. God, as she's holding that baby, she needs your presence. As that elderly one is at that home by herself, they need the presence of God in that home. God, we need you. Where God, I, I can't go any further, God, because I know that you've got me camped out here. We long, we long for your presence. Honey, let's, let's sing that one more time. God, I'm asking you when my wife in this band plays this and sings this one more time. And our singers, God, that they are aware. I want them to be aware that they're singing to you this morning.
God, we thank you in your own way. In your own way. Keep playing, honey. In your own way, thank God for your salvation this morning. be, Brother Wayne, without the salvation of the Lord this morning. God, thank you. Thank you for salvation. We thank you for the cross. Thank you for Calvary. Our families are together because of Calvary. We're healed because of those stripes you took on your back prior to Calvary. And now we have life and life more abundantly because of your great resurrection. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. Amen, amen. Come on, church. Let's give the Lord a big hand this morning. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Turn around and tell your neighbor you love them this morning. Point at them and tell them you love them this morning. Hallelujah to stand one more time, and we're going to pray over our finances this morning, amen? Praise the Lord, hallelujah. I want to pray for you as a pastor, and I want to, I want to say uh, thank you to everyone that you just continually give uh, into the kingdom of God during this time. I want to thank everyone by uh, video of how they continually give into the house of the Lord, and uh, just giving in to God's work. God said that he would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. I had someone, I heard them um, uh, last Sunday say, uh, they said 2020 hasn't really, a, he said, uh, this person said, I can't really uh, see where 2020 has changed a lot in my fam finances. Can listen, we give God a hand? Amen. 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 And I believe God wants to continually bless right in the middle of it. Doesn't matter what your occupation is, no matter what you do, uh, and no matter if uh, you've retired, God still wants to bless you. Amen? Amen. Let's pray over our finances right now. Father, as you allowed Abraham to step up and many of the prophets and look over Israel and pray a blessing over them, Father, I, I think that You've allowed me and called me to bless the people that you've allowed me to, Lord, to, to shepherd. And Father, thank you for your people because, God, they're your people. Now, God, I'm asking you this morning. I, I don't know what each and every one of them does occupationally, but God, I know, Lord, that you said if they would give. That God, that you would open up the windows of heaven. Somehow, someway, just a little story. And the lady has not completely told me the story yet. She said, Pastor, you preached a message uh, sometime back of saying, God blesses in unusual ways. God, you bless your people in unusual ways. Maybe it's someone here struggling financially this morning. But God, we're asking you to bless them and not only bless them indeed. God, you're going to open up the windows of heaven and bring financial blessings in. God, I want to say this statement. Money cometh to them if they will give and obey God. God, it belongs to them. You said, I'll take away from the wicked and give to the righteous. You said, I'll take away from the wicked and I'll give it to the, my righteous people that love me and serve me and give into God's kingdom where God, uh, someone that's not living for you could have that job and you say, no, I'm going to give it to the righteous. And we claim it right now on this house. We pray a blessings over this house and the people of this house are blessed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the house. Let's give the Lord a hand, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wasn't the presence of the Lord sweet here this morning? Amen. I want to talk just for a, a very few minutes this morning about being thankful in tough times. Being thankful in rough times. Being thankful in hard times. 
Being thankful in difficult times. Being thankful when things just seem like they are not fair in our life. Being thankful when we are, if you're young, when you've lost a boyfriend or a girlfriend, still be thankful. As one person said, there's, there's more fish in the sea. Amen? Be thankful. Be thankful when you've lost your job. Be thankful at times when you've got sick. In all things, be thankful. In the tough times, Pop, you got to be thankful, don't you? The big idea this morning, the big idea laying on the table that I want to talk about, that I want you and I to be thankful in the tough times of our life. There was, a, and I have mentioned this story before, but I believe it really fits right here again. Um, in New York City, they got this number, and it's, it's called 311. It's a number that you can uh, call and you can complain about things. In one month, they said, it was over 40,000 calls that came in complaining about what was going on in their neighborhood. This was prior to COVID. Can you believe the calls that may be coming in now? Listen to some of the craziest calls that came into that number. One was, my refrigerator is making a lot of noise. The city should fix it. I am upset at Medicaid because they do not or they have not paid for my cat's surgery. Listen to these complaints. Could the city do something? It smells like maple syrup outside my door. I like this one. We're talking about 40,000 calls they said to come in in one month. The deli down the street is falsely advertising baloney. That's a crazy one. We all have some things that we can complain about. And the truth about the matter is, we all do complain at times, right? But all it really does is it creates, it um, magnifies um, unthankfulness in our heart. Is what it does. Uh, it's very easy to be thankful when things are going good. Uh, it's, it's easy to be thankful when all the bills are paid. It's easy to be thankful, Pastor John, when we got good health. It's easy to be thankful when everything is just running, smooth in our life. But it's being thankful in those hard times, those tough times, those difficult times that James chapter 1 verse 2 through 4, put it this way. The book of James is framed around telling you and I how to be thankful in the good times and in the bad times. And James put it this way, dear brothers and sisters, Christians, when trouble, when hard times, when difficulties of any kind, say with me, of any kind, of any kind, that's, a, that's affliction, that's persecution, that's when our health is not good, when the money's not there, any kind, come your way. Consider it an opportunity for great joy. Verse 3, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing or lacking nothing. What James is trying to tell you and I is that when 
Hard times, tough times, difficult times come our way. Let's not run and dial 311. What those hard times and difficult times do in our life, it helps our faith to grow. Can you say amen? I want to give you four quick things if you've taken notes this morning that they're very practical things that you and I can do when tough times come our way. How can I give thanks during the tough times? Number one is, I can give thanks because God is in control of my life. Now, during the tough times and hard times in my life, when I can't figure it all out or I don't understand it, how many of you have been there or how many of you are there right now? The rest of you are not telling the truth. How many of you are there now or you've been there? It's better. I can be thankful because I know that God is in complete control of my life. Here's the problem. We think that we're in control of our life. How many of you like me don't, you and I both think that there's times in our life that we are in control? Don't we try to be in control? Now, if your wife or husband is here, don't raise your hands, but but Brother Jerry, I can be at ease. I can feel more comfortable. I cannot allow fear and doubt and unbelief to, to hinder my life if I know or start complaining and fussing and moaning and groaning when trouble comes my way if I know that God is in complete control of my life no matter what is going on. Psalms chapter 103, 19 put it this way. The Lord has made the heavens His throne. From there He rules over everything. Now, being in the Old Testament, what does that Hebrew word mean, everything? What does it mean? It means exactly what the verse says. It means he is in control of everything in my life. When we don't understand what's going on in our life, we can rest assured that God is in total control. Now how many of you are like me that when trouble comes your way, that worry and fret and uh, and, and, and worry and fret and uh, worry and fret and worry and fret. If you didn't understand what I said, I said, when worry and fret comes my way, Matthew chapter 10 put it this way. Lest you know how much God is in total control. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them, say with me, not one of them, will fall to the ground outside of the Father's what? Care. Why? Because the Father is the one that gives them the strength to fly every day. And none of them fall to the ground without the Heavenly Father knowing about it. How the Bible goes on to say, how much more does the Heavenly Father love you and I than He does the birds of the air? Because He is in total control so I can be thankful in the hard times because God you're in total control of my life doesn't that 
give you and I some peace this morning? To say, God, how many of you this last uh, week, uh, last two weeks, three weeks, last month, last couple months, how many of you have been, let's be honest, you've been worrying and fretting about something in your life? My, My hand's going up first. Way high. I'm fretting and worrying about it. And I started putting this sermon together and looking that, God, you're in total control of my life. So why am I wasting my hours? Why am I wasting my moments? Why am I wasting my days with fret and worry over this situation when, God, you are in control of this situation? If I'll just leave it in your hands and I'm going to thank you, I'm going to worship you, and I'm going to praise you, and I'm going to thank you about this situation. You know why? Because you are in Total control of it. Now quit fretting and mourning and complaining and fussing about it because you're in control. Second thing is, I can give thanks because God promises, God's promises are always true. God's promises are always true. Say that with me. God's promises are always true. They are, the word of God is true in the good times. Uh, The word of God, now listen, if you're in love with the word of God, the word of God is true when things are going good. But the word of God is true when I'm going through the toughest time of my life. When I'm going through the hardest time of my life, the Word of God will stand from eternity to eternity. You can be thankful right in the midst of your trouble that whatever Scripture fits your situation, whatever Scripture that you use to speak over your situation, you can know that God is in total control and that His Word is true and God will bring it to pass. Why? In your troubled times, because His Word is totally true. There is a leadership book, and some of you leaders, it's been out for years. It's called The Five Dysfunctions of a team. Five dysfunctions of a team. Now, whether you're building a, a, a team in church to work the church, whether you're uh, a corporate CEO or a leader, this all plays out. The five dysfunctions of the team. And one of those dysfunctions of the team is not trusting one another. Is it possible to build a strong team? When you have team members that do not trust each other or the team leader. And the answer of that is what? No. You can rest assured, oh, if God has said it in his word. If God has said it, God means what he says. And God is going to what? Bring it to pass. We serve a God. His promises are always true. We can totally trust Him to the very end because what? Listen, church. Our God cannot lie. Our God cannot lie. Whatever the Word of God says, it will be worked out in your life. Why? I can rest assured that my God does not lie. That's why I can be thankful because He's in control. And I can be thankful that His Word is totally true. And He does not lie. Whatever He says will come to pass. Numbers chapter 23, 19 put it this way. God is not man, so He does not lie. He is not human, so He does not change His mind. Has He ever spoken and failed to act yet on your behalf? And the answer is what? The answer is what? No. Has he ever promised and not ever carried that promise out? The answer is no. Why? 
God is unchangeable and unchangeable, unchangeable. He's unchangeable. I can rest assured as God has been building my faith in the word of God. He can't lie. He can't lie. He is all supreme. He is all knowing. He's all truth. He's all powerful. Come on. We serve a God that cannot lie. I can give thanks right in the middle of my circumstances. Right in the middle of my hard times. Right in the middle of my sickness. He tells me that by his stripes, I am what? Did he, what did he say? By his stripes, say I, am healed. Let's go through that again. By his stripes, by his stripes, I, I am what? Healed. If you've been sick, got sick, or you're sick now, you are not going home a minute earlier than God wants you to go home. Listen, and you can stand on the promise of God that no matter what comes my way, physically, that God is going to heal me or it's my time to go home. Because His Word cannot what? lie. I can give thanks during tough times because God is in control of my life that God can not lie. It's always true. And third, I can give thanks because Jesus understands the trouble that I'm going through. Jesus understands the trouble that I'm going through. I may not understand it. Um, the devil is going to lie to me during those troubled times. Amen? The devil is going to whisper on my shoulder... He's going to chat. He's going to talk. Uh, he's going to lie. He's going to put down God. But I can rest assured. I can be thankful during those times because I know that Jesus Christ has been through the trouble that I'm facing in my life. So he knows exactly how I feel. He knows exactly how I feel. Jesus understands my trouble. I wrote down Jesus experienced rejection by his disciple called Peter. So if you've been rejected... He knows how you feel. You might be grieving over a lost family member or friend. Jesus knows exactly how you feel. He knew that when he walked up to the tomb of Lazarus. He knows how you feel if you can't pay your bills. The Bible says that Jesus actually said he had no place to lay his head. We serve a God that understands exactly how we feel. Hebrews chapter 4 Verse 14 through 15 says it like this. So then, since we have a high priest, Jesus Christ, who has entered heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest who understands our weakness, he understands our, he understands our hurt, he understands our pain. For he has faced all the same testing that we have, yet he did not sin. Yet he did not give up. Yet he did not throw in the towel. Yet he didn't walk off. Why? 
He understands right where we are at. Jesus understands our trouble to the point, listen, he will either lift you up over it or he will walk you through it. He understands our our, our pain and our life. So either he is going to lift us up over it or he's going to walk us through it. Why? Because he suffered just as we have. He understands. He understands that that the situation going on in my life, he understands, brother and sisters. He understands what he understands the hurt of my heart is what I'm trying to communicate. I'm not doing too good, but he he understands how my heart feels. He understands when I wake up uh, in the middle of the night and no one else can 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 understand what I'm going through, Sister Rosemary. And nobody might understand it. They, they can't figure it out. And in my heart may be hurting. In my heart, I may feel like that it's falling apart. I, I, I put the covers over me and I lay there. I cut out the light. I wake up in the morning with a smile on my face. But down deep in my heart, I am hurting. I am aching. But I wake back up the next morning to greet the world with a smile. To know that within my heart it's hurting. That on the outside I've got everything that I could desire, everything I could want. But I'm hurting. But I'm hurting. But I'm, but I'm hurting. I'm a teen. Got everything I could want financially, but I'm hurting down inside. I'm that elderly one at home that I get phone calls and. Yeah, people at church, they love me, but I've got something going on and down deep in my side, down deep inside, I'm I'm just hurting. Every one of you has got something in your life. Maybe you're okay now. Maybe life is, maybe this COVID hasn't thrown you off that much. I feel the Lord. But you're here. Thank you, Pastor, for having church. It's 2020. And, but you know what? I'm going to walk out of this building. And nobody really knows my family. They, they see my family and they think everything's okay in my family. You know those church people go to that church? I see them as things going great in their life, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk out and I hope everything's going good for them because it ain't going good for me right now. I, if you don't get anything else I said this morning, when you lay your head down on that pillow tonight, will you just remember this? Remember this. That book is called the Bible. It's full of a lot of stuff. From the front to the back. But there's not anything any greater than knowing that Jesus Christ loves me. He knows my heart. And when all hell has hit my life, I don't know what to do. How many situations has has all of us went through? And it just seems like that no matter what I do, 
it doesn't work in my situation. But God knows. And if you're hurting down inside, I want to promise you that your Savior's hurting. Now, I cannot explain. I don't have the, begin to have the brain power to explain the sovereignty of God. How one minute his heart is so full of joy, but at the same time, He's aching down inside. Listen. You're hurt down inside. Every time your heart beats and it hurts. Rest assured that Jesus, his heartbeat hurts at that same moment. And he understands. And listen, he will either take you over it or he somehow is going to build your faith to take you through it. And you just rest assured that it just could be that your faith has not went, as the Bible says, to the fullness. Remember the Bible talks about the fullness of your faith. He's still working on the fullness of my faith. How about you? And you just rest assured, you just rest assured this, whatever you're going through, or whatever you're going through in the future you have to go through, just rest assured this, sister. You've been through some stuff, I know it. But you rest assured that God's not done. And those trials and troubles and hurt down inside, he's, he's either going to, Take you over them or he's going to take you through them. And you can rest assured that when you hurt, he hurts. Last, Lastly, I know it's getting late. Lastly, how can I give thanks in, t- in tough times? Because heaven is my final home. I-, I love this. Used to be an old song sung in the old Pentecostal holiness church. It used to be the old hymn. This world... Sister Betty, this world, Mom, this world, Sister Pam, this world, Sister Tina, this world, Sister Jerry, this world, family, this world, it's not my home. Brother Jim, this world is not my home. Jason, this world is not my home. Sister Thelma, this world is not my home. I am just a passing through. I am a pilgrim. I am a pilgrim in a foreign land. If this land here that I live in feels all touchy-touchy, and I love living in this land, and I love all the mercurial things of this land, and I don't have any desire to leave, then something's wrong. I am in a foreign land, just like I would go to a foreign country, just like I would go to Venezuela or Guatemala or Mexico or some foreign land that I can't speak of. A, 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 a bit of Spanish. You ought to see me trying to speak just a little bit in Guatemala. I made a fool of myself. Because why? I, I, I was in a foreign land. I'm just in a foreign land. Passing through. Heaven is my home. This world, what will I do? And so I can be thankful in the midst of tough times in my life. Why? Because I know this world, Pastor John, is not my home. It is not my home. Hallelujah! I can get up every morning, Pastor John, and raise my children and go to work. And, 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 and God has did such an extremely job, uh, extremely work in Pastor John's life. But this world is not his home. Pastor Amanda, this world is not your home. One day you will see Pastor John, Pastor Amanda, and the children in heaven. Why? Because this world is not their home. I'm just a passing through this crazy life. And I can be thankful when all hell breaks loose because I know one day 
that I'm going to be in heaven. Brother Jerry, because this world's not my home. Who in the world wants to stay here? Lord Jesus, who in the world wants to stay here, Josh? I know you want to get married, have some kids, and move on a little bit. But you don't want to stay down here. Maybe God will give you a girlfriend in heaven. I don't know. But you don't want to stay here. I'm getting a little older. I know I look young, but I'm getting a little older. This world is not my home. Pop, I'm just passing through this old weary land. I'm going to make it. We're going to make it, Pop. We're going to make it, Dad. Come on. We're going to make it. If I don't let you go home, I'm going to preach the 4 o'clock. Lord, I feel good today. Let's stand. Good gracious. Father, thank you this morning. We have been graced with your presence. Thank you for your people. God, I love your people. God, the the thought process, the framework laid on the table, the one big idea laid on the table this morning is as we leave this building, God, as we leave this temple, as we leave your house of worship is, God, when trouble comes our way, difficulties, circumstances, but the first thing we do is not dial 311 of making complaining and, and fussing and arguing and moaning groan. That God, we would be thankful for what you are doing and going to continue to do in our life, God. Let's raise our hands as we, as we close in prayer. Father, this Thanksgiving, through all the craziness of our life, you've allowed us to live during this time. So God, I'm asking you as we depart today, that we depart with your presence. Oh, hallelujah. We're, we're going to depart in your presence with your presence because God when we depart in your presence we're going to depart with protection over this crazy stuff going on in our life God protect our children protect our families and God that this Thanksgiving we'll be more thankful than we've ever been in Jesus name we pray amen and amen and amen let's give the Lord a hand hallelujah amen